everybody. Welcome to One Drink, a podcast where we talk about one topic for one drink. I'm Matthew. And I'm Oliver. And today we're talking about quotes. Yep. But not just quotes, the origin of the quotes. Yep. Yeah, where they came from, how they came to be, where they started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, big, you know, these huge ones that, you know, it's like, oh, knock on wood. Right. You know, all these things that you say now and you're like, yeah, I wonder where that came what? from. What? Yeah. Well, now you're going to find out. <laughs> yeah. So looking some of these up, I mean, when you actually hear yeah. or what it's about, it's just like, oh, damn. Yeah. And some of them are like, whoa, that's cool. And some of them are like, oh, it's obvious. That's, well, from a book. So right. from the from the normal ones to the weird ones, we got them all. Yeah. We got our, our top favorites. Yep. So toot your own horn. You ever use that? Oh, yeah. Don't Not mean to toot my own horn, but... but. <laughs> I think I used that once during darts. Because, <laughs> you know, sometimes you're just doing good. So. Right. Uh, back in the 16th century, the arrival of a VIP into town was signaled by trumpeting of horns. Hmm. And if a person blows their own horns or toots them, it's still seen as being proud of proud or arrogant. Huh. So way back... 16th century. Toot your own horn. Toot your own horn. Coming into town. Yeah. It actually came from tooting the horn. Yeah. That's cool. So it's kind of, you know, being proud or arrogant, which yeah. in that dark game, I was, I was both. Both. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So the next one for me, and I'm sure that you can all relate to this one, uh, is hair of the dog. Oh, yeah. So this term for a hangover cure is a, uh, from, is a medieval saying um, originating from the belief that once bitten by a rabid dog, the victim would be cured by applying the same dog's hair to mm. a wound. Mm-hmm. So it's just repetition, yeah. you know, basically. Yeah. So uh, the first use um, of it being applied to drinking uh, was in John Haywood's um, 1546 tome. Ah. Yeah. So 1546, it got applied to yeah. drinking. It so all for, just started for then. 500 years. Yeah. Yep. And it still goes right. and it's to still, this day. Still relevant today. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, you guys all know I, I work. I work at a bar, so it's you know, somebody comes in at you know eleven oh one. Yeah, you know what I mean. And they get a bloody mary. It's like oh, a little hair of the dog, and huh? they just look like shit. Yep. So I'm, gonna, I'm gonna bust them out with that little <laughs> that little tidbit of knowledge next time I see somebody doing it. So. Oh, that's great. I also think it's quite gross um, that when people got bit by dogs, they would put that dog's hair. Um, yeah, the wound. It's mm-hmm. quite, quite gross. Back then, um, shit was different. Whoa, wait, shit was different. You didn't, you didn't. You just, <laughs> <laughs> to go back in time. Oh, don't just beat me, Matt. Grab some of his hair. Okay, okay. Oh, oh god, that feels so much better. But then I have to cover with mud. Right, not yeah. Then you get a wicked infection. <laughs> doctors are like, did you put the dog's hair in an open wound? Well, yeah. Yep. Why? <laughs> That's cool. Well, that's what they did 500 years ago. Yeah. <clears throat> well, we can't do that now. All right. <clears throat> like, well, ugh, I watched that podcast and they said. <laughs> so, off the wagon. You know how, like, drinking, you know, you mm-hmm. fell off the wagon. Yep. So, <clears throat> there are several theories behind this expression of being on or off the wagon. That is when an alcoholic is abstaining from indulging again in drinking. One idea is that the water wagons carried supplies to citizens during the prohibition. So if you were um, if you were on the wagon, you were drinking water, and you were um, on the wagon. You were actually on the water wagon. Water wagon. So mm. you weren't drinking. So, and then later on down the road, you know, the term comes up. 
oh, you fell off the wagon, hmm. meaning yeah, you're drinking. Fell off yeah. the water wagon yeah. where all the booze is. Yep. That's kind of cool. Yeah, I was like, oh, damn. I like that some of these are, like, very literal. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you literally fell this guy, you know, <laughs> yeah. literally went off the wagon. Yeah. But they just mean something totally yeah. different, you know? And I would have never, like, uh, before I had uh, participated in a rehab facility, and that term was used all the time. You know, people would be like, oh, he fell off the wagon, mm-hmm. he fell off the wagon. Back then, I'm... What does that mean? Right. Never even thought of it, but now, yep. you know. Now it makes total sense. Yeah. Now it makes total you sense. You ain't drinking water no more, that's for sure. Right. <laughs> All right. So my next one is a sight for sore eyes. Mm. Mm-hmm. Ever used that one before? Uh, yeah, of course. I've definitely used that one before, too. Uh, so this one's actually from a book. Uh, Jonathan Swift, the author of Gulliver's Travels, first used this phrase... Um, in 1738, uh, with the line, the sight of you is good for sore eyes. Nice. And then it just evolved a little bit. So, well, that was pretty cool. Yeah. I remember that book, too. I think every, I think everybody that's... Don't you have to read? Is that one of the books you have to read? I don't know if you have to read it or not, but I feel like at some point, all parents come across read that, that story to their kids. <clears throat> all right, so close, but no cigar. No. Yeah. I also use that. Be, yeah. In yeah. my dark game. I, I, <laughs> I feel like all these terms are just about my dark game. I mean, I've used that, I've used that one on my stream. <laughs> Have you? Yeah. Good. Yeah. Close but no cigar. <laughs> but you know, I'm like, like oh, yeah, I got them all. Damn. Close but no cigar. Uh, like, yo, Ollie, did you get them? Nah. Right. Damn it. Close. Legend for this one says that American fairgrounds and carnivals used to hand out cigars for prizes if you uh, tried your hand at a game. Okay. So if you almost won, you were close, but you didn't get a cigar. All right. Close, but no cigar. So how would they use that today? Could you imagine going to a carnival and if you, like, you know, you get the little ping pong ball in the cup and you get a cigar? Not a fish? (laughs) Well, at least the saying isn't close, but no goldfish. That would suck, dude. Some little kid's like, hey, mommy, you got a light? Need a wooden match. A <laughs> right. lighter lights it off his shoe. Right. <laughs> oh, actually, like that is a badass <laughs> seven-year-old. But yeah, close but no cigar. Close but no goldfish. Right. I mean, it could it could have been anything. Right. You know what I mean? Close but no teddy bear. Oh man. <laughs> close but no squirt gun. Yeah. I'm glad it's no cigar. Yeah, that's cool. Just sounds better. <laughs> that one's pretty cool. Carnivals back then, though. Oh, must have been Yo, they must so have been great. badass, dude. If they're just giving out cigars so, prizes. Cigars, I mean, could you imagine like a roller coaster back then? It was not made the best. I mean, carnival. No seatbelts. <laughs> nothing, dude. Kids just like, oh my god, what the hell? With a cigar hanging out of yeah. I almost fell out. Close, but no cigar. <laughs> Oh, shit. I want to go to a carnival. Oh, man, that'd be so cool. I want to go to one of those carnivals. Uh, For sure. (laughs) All right, how about Busy as a Bee? Mm. I have used that. Yeah? So this one, again, is from another book. Uh, Jeffrey Chaucer coined the term in uh, Squire's Tale from the Canterbury Tales around 1386. Wow. That's an old one. Oh, yeah. That's an old one, yeah. Um, He made a reference in the book. Uh, to to someone being as busy as a bee is uh, okay. during pollination. Yeah, yeah. So, 
Which, I mean, you know, that one's one of those ones where it's like, oh, it was a literal term that he he used as a descriptive yeah. sort of thing. And it uh, stuck. Yeah, and it stuck. I mean, you know, if we're talking, that's, you know, that's 600 years old now. How cool would it be if we didn't even know, right? We're just talking. Yeah. And someone just takes a little phrase that we came up with and it just started multiplying. Yep. Multiplying, yeah. and then two jackasses on a podcast in three hundred years of yeah. like, yo, I use that every day. And I mean, unfortunately, when you know you pass away, you slowly get forgotten, which sucks. But if we had that circulating for 300, 400 years, our legacy would be. Oh amazing. man, Matt Horst. We would be in a Oliver. Google search someday. <laughs> yes. Oh, that would be. Sweet. Well, that's fantastic. That's my goal. That's my goal, too. <laughs> my goal. I want to be remembered forever for something really stupid. Forever. I mean, I don't care what it is. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. Oh, God. We should come up with our own saying. Oh, wait. See if we can get it to, to catch we'll, on. You know we will. Mean? We will. We'll get one. We probably we'll just do a whole sh- already done it. We'll do a whole show of, of sayings. Our own sayings. <laughs> and then somebody watches it, and hopefully it, right. uh, We'll put it on repeat every single <laughs> yeah. week. Every day I'm just, just posting people tink, to remember tink, it. Tink, tink. <clears throat> All right, bite the dust. Oh yeah, I, I, I heard can't that. Help but not use that. When one. I was younger, I used a lot playing sports. I was like, "You bite the dust, you bit the dust, whatever." Yeah. Um, someone falls forward in death, and they're shocked. Open mouth eats the dirt, or bites the dust <laughs> when they hit the ground. So it's literally somebody falling wow. over dead with their <laughs> yeah. mouth open. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That seems to be the origin of this phrase, which appears as licking the dust in the Bible. Huh. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty... It's, it's pretty morbid. You yeah. know what I mean? But bite the dust. Can you imagine the first person that ever said that? You know, oh. just two dudes hanging out. His buddy just falls over dead with his mouth open. Dude, he just bit the dust. Dude, did he just eat the dust? Dude, he just <laughs> bit the ground. He bit the dust. Yeah. So even that was... I mean... I kind of... It's a good thing he didn't... Figured that, but not... Right. That. I mean, it's a good thing that, that, you know, the unfortunate guy that, that fell over with his mouth open, like, just ate, you know, dirt instead yeah. of, like, dog shit. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yo, he bit the shit. There's there's a... See, it could have been changed. Yep. Could have been bit the shit. <laughs> bit the cow pie. Anything. Could have been the official terminology for the cow pie uh, festival. Oh, my bit God. Bit the cow pie. There's so many. It's crazy. History. Yeah. Mm. Bit the shit. Bit the shit. Bit the shit. (laughs) (laughs) This term originated by someone falling over with their mouth open into a pile of shit. Man. So, yeah. I like bit the shit. I'm going to start using bit the shit. It could blow up. It It could could blow up. You know, everything's always changing. Evolving. You know what I mean? You got to stay with the times. (laughs) So, that's it. Bit the shit. All right. Baker's Dozen. Mm -hmm. Ever heard this one? Mm Mm-hmm. So it's typically always 13 is in a baker's dozen. Um, so this phrase is widely believed to originate in medieval times uh, when English bakers gave an extra loaf when selling a dozen in order to avoid being penalized. Ah. Um, bakers would get fined um, or flogged for selling underweight bread. Really? Yeah. So apparently a dozen had to equal a certain weight. Oh, okay. So that's why the loaves were shaped like they were mm-hmm. and weighed what they did. And that was broken up into 12. I got it. And so apparently they were flogged. Yeah. What's flogged? I think it's like being beaten with like a okay. like a whip or something. You know what I mean? Like with yeah. like a 
braided. Okay. Like a yeah. yeah. Just it's the, not good, whatever it is. <laughs> it's just the word I've never yeah. heard before. <laughs> um, so, but I mean, even just find. So they just started throwing in an extra one. That's awesome. And it just sort of stuck. It's the best thing since sliced bread. Oh. <laughs> See what he did there? Oh. I like what he did there. <laughs> is that almost considered a dad joke? <laughs> they just don't stop. That was like a borderline. It was like almost a pun. Right. <clears throat> Which we were going to do a pun show. I know. Right? Where the whole show we were just going to talk back and forth in puns. Yeah. And then we discovered that we weren't smart enough no. to write that many puns. It would be bad. It would be bad. It would be like a, literally a 30 second <laughs> show. <laughs> you say something. two puns. <laughs> yeah, we work a day and a half on those puns oh, and then man. that would be the end of the show and we'd have to talk about something else. <laughs> Alright, so that's our one drink yeah. show. So if you see us come up, uh, come out with a pun show, yeah. good luck. Yep. It'll be, uh, you don't even need a whole drink, you can just do a shot for that right. one. All right, the show One over. shot podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and that's exactly what it would be. <laughs> Whoo, man. The intro, the pun, <laughs> the end. That's it. Credits. Well, that's our one shot for the day. Cool. Uh, so, going cold turkey. Have you ever gone cold turkey? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I quit smoking cold turkey. <clears throat> just um, stopped. Yeah, just stopped. It's a hard thing to do. It is a hard thing to do. Yeah. So, I've heard this, I hear it all the time, mm-hmm. still, to this day. Uh, to quit something cold turkey means to stop using it abruptly and completely. Most experts believe that the phrase comes from the goose-bumped flesh that addicts get when they are going through withdrawal, which is similar to that of a cold turkey. Huh. Yeah. The little, yeah, 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 the little dimples, yeah. yeah, yeah, which looks super gross. Yes. So when you get the goosebumps, it yeah, looks yeah. like a cold I turkey. I hate the way that, like, an uncooked turkey looks. I mean, it's, yeah. It's gross, dude. Mm-hmm. It's gross. <laughs> it's so good when it's cooked. Yes, I was just like, It's so good. It's like the most amazing transformation. I mean, same, yeah, I mean, same thing goes for, like, you know, like a raw chicken or whatever. Yeah. Like, chickens are nasty. Yep. Until they're cooked. Mm-hmm. Good. I want a chicken sandwich now. So, yeah, cold turkey. Hmm. I like it. That, yeah. So, hmm. I, I, my skin never looked like that. No, no. To do, I mean, my dad, my dad literally quit smoking and drinking at the same exact time. Cold turkey, and like he, wow. He's been sober for I think thirty years now. Wow. Yeah, and he used, you know, back in the day, he oh, was yeah. a mechanic. I mean, he smoked cigarettes and he drank beer. Yeah. And wow. he stopped literally. Wow, cold turkey. Good for him. Crazy. Holy moly. Yeah. Cause that's So you and him are like the only yeah. two people that I know that have like literally quit something. You know. Jackie quit smoking cold turkey too. Did she? Yeah. Yeah. Huh? I mean I know a lot of other people that have, you know, stopped cold turkey, but sometimes they Oh yeah. They'll have a cigarette here, but I mean yeah. thirty years, man, that's uh Yeah. It's amazing. Cheers to that one. It's awesome. All right, here we go. Barking mad. I don't think I've ever, ever heard used it. that one. No, when someone's barking mad, like they're totally oh, fucking nuts. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so when I when I thought about this, I was like, oh, 
you know, barking mad, like, yeah. a, like a rabid dog. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's, that's what I'm thinking. Probably where it came from. And you'd be wrong. Of course. Just like I was. Um, so, the interesting thing about this is the tale of Barking Mad originates from the East London suburb of Barking, oh. where there was an asylum for the insane during the medieval period. Oh, damn. And so they used to refer to the town as Barking Mad. Aha! Uh -huh. Because it was a town, not a dog. <clears throat> Nothing to do and with I was dog. like, man, I was like, well, I'm like, this one's easy. It's, yeah. it's just a, you know, you see a rabid dog and they're like, arr, arr, arr. you know, and you relate that to somebody Shut that's, that's nuts. And you're yeah. like, oh, they're like that <laughs> mad barking dog over there. Yeah. Nope. Nope. It was a, apparently it was a whole town that was. Yeah. Raving the lunatics. It's awesome. Yeah, I thought that one was pretty cool. I kind of want to go to this uh, city because I hope that asylum is still there. Just to cool. go through so it, check it out. I wonder if it's it haunted. Be a, it's got. A, there's there's something about it. If it's not haunted, it's still got yeah. probably something to it. Yeah, you know? I hope it's still there. Right, that's a lot. Where of is that again? You're talking. Uh, this is in uh, East, um, East London. Okay, so <clears> a <throat> suburb of East London. So. When we finally, you know, when we make it <clears throat> successful in this podcast world, mm -hmm. the fir any contract that we sign has to be one year of travel yeah. to all of these crazy, weird, awesome, cool places that we have discussed. Yeah, I'm in for that. We got to start at the Denver airport. And I don't even care if they don't pay us in a yearly salary. That would just be our, for one year, that would be our salary. Paid vacations to go to all these things. And do shows? Yeah, of course. I'm in. I'm in. And so if you're out there listening, yeah, we're not that expensive. No. So just trips we're around. The, but right. I mean, we got some cool right, places. around the world. <laughs> Don't bother going back and looking at how many places we've gone <laughs> yeah, over either. Because right. it's only a couple. Uh, in every state and country. So bury the hatchet. You ever have to do this with a buddy or a anybody? Yeah, I've never... I don't think I've ever specifically used the term. Yeah. Um, I mean, but, you know, I have buried the hatchet. <laughs> yeah. As it, as it were. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've buried many hatchets. Yeah. <clears throat> um, during, negotiations, during negotiations between uh, Persians and Native Americans, men would bury all their hatched... all their weapons... Making them inaccessible. So, you know, when they were together discussing, they would bury their weapons so no one would get hurt. Hmm. That's cool. And then they, yeah, become they friends. got together and became friends. Had a cookout. You know, it's probably that one asshole, though, that went back and got his shit. And was like, ah. He was like, yeah, I'll bury it. Okay, it's put, buried. Put it behind just his kicking, back. Just kicking <laughs> dirt around. Better be careful before you bite the dust over there, bro. <laughs> right. So, yep. Bite the shit. About <laughs> to bite the shit. Alright, how about flying off the handle? Mm. I've used that one several times. Yep. Yeah. That is a good like, one. Man, I just flew off the handle. And I have seen people. Oh, yeah. Fly off the handle. Flying off yeah. the handle. <laughs> uh, so, this one was coined by American writer Thomas C. Hel Halberton uh, in 1843. Uh, he also invented the term, uh, won't take no for an answer. Okay. Um, I like that. And ginger up. I don't know what ginger up means. I didn't look that one up. 
Um, no clue. Yeah. Uh, but this phrase was inspired by the way an axe head will fly off its handle if it's loose. Aha. Uh-huh. Potentially causing damage and not really ever knowing, like, what's going to happen. Because, I mean, you know, you think of an axe head. Yeah. They're heavy. I mean, if you've never swung an axe before, <laughs> you know, go grab one. They're, they're heavy. They're, Have you swung one? And- oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I've swung one and one actually came off. Yep. Oh, shit. I, I hit, I was chopped, I chopped wood once, right? Mm-hmm. And it... Like, the head broke off in the wood. Yep. And so, like, when I was swinging, you know, you're swinging through it. Oh, yeah. But then the handle let go. So, I ended up hitting myself in the shin with the handle. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so that hurt a lot. But, yeah, so that's where that phrase came from. That's cool. So, it's, you know, as nuts as and as wild as as an axe head flying off of a handle. I like it. That's pretty cool. I like it. So, bite the bullet. You ever have to bite the bullet? All the time. Literally every day. (laughs) Well, yes. This yeah. is true. I work in a bar, in a bar <laughs> in a restaurant, so every day I bite the bullet. <clears throat> um, and I have a one-year-old. True. So. Yep. So during battles, <clears throat> during battles, there was no time to administer anesthesia while performing surgeries for these people. Because of that, patients were made to bite down on bullets to distract themselves of pain. Oh, cool. So you get a broken tooth instead of a... But even that would here. feel like... Oh, I just I would be I'm get, uh, dude. I'm about to get chills. Like give me your belt. Uh, you know what I mean? What are you doing in the movies? Just take right. your belt off. Or anything. A piece Leather, of right? Off, right. <laughs> Something relatively <Sure>. relatively <laughs> softer than a, 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 a metal jacketed bullet. No, no, no. These were men. Yeah. Urgh. They must bite bullets. Right. What yeah. year? When? What? It doesn't say a year. No. But... <clears throat> huh. Um. This was. Well, because, you know, you're talking, like, Revolutionary War or whatever, when they're, like, got, like, muskets during the <laughs> of lead bullets, you know what I mean? They'll end up with a, with a you know, like, a, a third tongue or something, you know what I mean? From all the lead poisoning or whatever. Uh, so, yeah, during oh, battle. So, we'll just say... That's rough. We'll just go back to the first battle ever. How about yeah. that? Right. That'll work. Bite cool, the man. bullet. Man. I'd rather just fly off the handle <laughs> than bite the bullet at that point. So great. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Good one. <clears throat> bite the shit. Yeah. Just let me bite the shit. I don't want to... I don't want to... Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to... Do you want to bite the bullet or you want to bite the dust? I'll take the dust. Yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, all right. Uh, how about going down like a lead balloon? Mm. I, I've never heard of it. No? Like a lead balloon? So like if you get knocked so it's, out and you just... Basically just falling fast, you know okay. what I mean? Or taking a taking a hard dive, um, <laughs> failing really hard, you know okay. what I mean? Because a lead balloon, yeah. you know, that's not going to float. Boom. Um, so the U.S. version of this phrase, uh, going over like a lead balloon, first appeared in a uh, mom-and-pop cartoon okay. uh, in several newspapers in 1924. Damn. Now, this part's interesting. Uh, it then fell out of use until after World War II and was also said to inspire a certain heavy metal band oh, yeah. to name themselves Led Zeppelin. Wow. Mm-hmm. Because a Zeppelin yeah. is basically, I mean, it's a, yeah. more like a blimp than a balloon, but I mean, same concept. Oh, shit. Except the Zeppelin has a motor on it. Yeah. You know, so... Wow. I don't know. I don't know at all if that's true or not. Um, I'm not that big of a Led Zeppelin fan. It sounds legit. Um, but 
Because I think, I want to say on one of their albums, they had a big-ass blimp. A Zeppelin. You know what I mean? Yeah. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. I wonder if that's true. We might have to do some more research on that and see if that's true. Yeah, yeah. Or if any of you out there know that it's true or not, definitely let us know. Led Zeppelin. Uh, we're doing the movie or the Hall of Fame, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame mm-hmm. tournament. Yep. Led Zeppelin's a strong contender there. Not a huge fan. It's amazing that what people... I feel like they got too many songs that like just drone on for like too long. They have a lot of songs. You know what I mean? I like some of them. So, honeymoon. Honeymoon. Everyone goes on a honeymoon? Yep. Supposed to go on a honeymoon? Yep. Whatever. Um, according to tradition, a newlywed couple would have to drink a beverage with honey for an entire month for a fertile for fertility and good luck. Huh. Isn't that almost like the mead? Is that what mead is? No. No? No. You're talking about honey? So it's just yeah. a beverage with honey. Oh, yeah. So it's just honey like in a, okay. like a tea or... So yeah, that's where honeymoon came about hmm. way back in the day. So it's for a full moon. Mm-hmm. Yes. Huh. Yep. Huh. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Literally honey moon. <clears throat> yep. Huh. Could you... Do you like honey, first of all? I do not. I tried it once. It wasn't... The greatest? Yeah, I'm just not a... Well, I mean, a lot of people like to put it on, like, drizzle it on top of fruit. Yeah. Um, to add a little sweetness to it. Um, obviously, people love it in tea. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm just, I'm just sick. not a, not a honey fan. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't dislike it, but... Would you drink it for a month? No. For good luck? No. No? No, good luck and fertility, right? And fertility and Oh, good fertility luck. and good luck. For both. Um, well, I'm already fertile, because I got a kid. Right. Um... That one came out of left field. So, um, but for good luck, yeah, honey, I yeah. would too. Why well, should? Damn, I should have taken a shot of honey before uh, <laughs> before I played the lottery last night, which I didn't win. I got one number. Clearly, so did I. Was it the Powerball number? No, oh, me neither. I don't get it. I bought. So I bought. I spent thirty bucks. Right, I spent thirty bucks on that lottery. Yeah. On, on on the Mega Millions. I spent twenty. And out of all of it, mm-hmm. out of all of my numbers. I only got one number in the right spot oh. out of all of my picks. I didn't even get that. I got 60, and it was, you know. Not even in the right row? No. <laughs> there I was a winner, though. I know. Uh, so the new jackpot is down to uh, uh, <laughs> $3 million? 20. 20 million. Yeah. So what they should have done, honestly, is took that lotto. Gave everyone in the United States ten grand, right? No. No? No. Why not? There's 350 million people in this country. You'd be able to give everybody three dollars. A billion? Yes. Well, oh, I was everybody. thinking Bezos with a hundred billion. I don't know what I was thinking, but yeah. they should have... Whatever. Yeah. Good for him. That Number would be, one. I mean, 10, <clears throat> 10 grand for 350 million people. That's a lot. What's that math? I can do that math. 350. I need a piece of paper. Yeah. But so the easiest way. 18 and over. 350 <laughs> so million people, right? <laughs> by 10,000. So 10,000 has four zeros. So you just add four more zeros to this. So it's one, two, three. <clears throat> one, two, three. One, two, three. So it'd be three. Uh, that's like more than a trillion dollars to give everybody in the country 10 grand. Son of a bitch. Yeah. 
so much money. But, I mean, they could have split it up and everybody could have three bucks. To play the lotto again. Right, to play the lotto again. See, and then they would have just recouped all their money. And they'd have made it seem like they were doing something nice. Ah, oh, man. Well, good for whoever won that. Right. I'll take my three bucks. <laughs> I know. To man. recoup from my 30 that I lost. Holy shit. I mean, at that point, though, I mean, with a billion dollars, I mean, you have to... You have to take a shot at it. So... So, just for example, say mm-hmm. you got a billion. Yeah. One billion dollars, right? Yes. And it's put in your bank account. Yes. For 40 years, mm-hmm. you have to spend $92,000 a day. Done. Easy. I know. But that $90,000 a day. I could easily spend 90 grand a day. I could, too. <laughs> It'd be great. Be for 30 years. You know what, you know what would have happened if I, if I won last night? I mean, do you know what would happen? I no, no, because you you'd have never seen me again. <laughs> I'd have been out. You'd have, you'd have got a, a, a fat check at some point in the mail in the next week or so. So you, we're, you'd, you'd have never heard from me again. So we're ever. supposed to do a show to. God, I wonder if Ali's gonna be here. Uh, you just get a check for a million bucks and it says, "Sorry, I'm out." And I'd be like, "Well, sorry, I'm out." Right. <laughs> Do one farewell uh, show. Yeah. Oh. Inside, shit. I'd have like the coordinates to my own <laughs> island. You're like, meet me here. Right. <clears throat> the show is dead. One billion dollars. <sighs> Anyways, we got All right. away from. Is it my turn? <laughs> I don't know. I think it's my turn. I got one more. Okay. You got one more. I got one more. Yeah. Oh yeah, we just did honeymoon. How did we get off on the lottery on that? Yeah. Whatever. Anyways, so my last one, and this is probably the worst one that I have. Okay. Like it's it's a it's a bad one. Mm-hmm. Rule of thumb. Ever used that before? I mean, like you no, know, yeah. Uh, um, visiting team always shoots first. Right. That's the rule of thumb. Right, 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 you know right, what I mean? Yeah. That's that's <clears throat> like the standard. unspoken, yeah, standard ethical. You know, that's that's what we yeah. do, right? <laughs> so you'd figure it probably comes from something boring. You know what I mean? Maybe you measure something. You know, like that's where you start. That's the start line. Something with a thumb. Yeah. What is something with a thumb? Okay. It's not what you think. In the uh, in England. At very least, mm-hmm. in England, uh, the rule of thumb has been said to derive from the belief that English law allowed a man to beat his wife with a stick <laughs> so long as the stick was no thicker than his thumb. Holy cow. Rough, dude. That's a big stick. That would hurt. That would fucking hurt. Yeah. Yeah. You ever played with sticks when you were a kid? You know, like, like they were swords? Oh, yeah. You just get whipped by one? Even a small one? I remember back in, I'm going to say, maybe junior high-ish, uh, this girl in the neighborhood whooped me with a stick, <laughs> and it hurt. Like, I couldn't... You got she, beat up she, by a girl? I mean, yeah. I got whipped. Oh, she went, whack, 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 and I was just like... Ksh. I was like, oh, that hurts, right? Ah, bam. I was like... <laughs> Mama, I'm out of here, man. This is bullshit. <laughs> So, yeah. Yeah, so that big. So Rule I could beat my wife as long as the stick was no wow. bigger than than this. That's crazy. Yeah. I would have never thought that. Right. <laughs> Rule of thumb. All right. Crazy. So break the ice. Oh, we got to break the ice. Yeah. Yeah. Who's going to do it? Yeah. It's a good thing I got a bunch of dad jokes preloaded oh, ready yeah. to go. Cheesy pickup lines? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Some serious ice. Yes, sir. <laughs> Titanic boulders. Titan- 
In the old days, commercial ships would often get stuck in the frozen rivers during wintertime, so smaller ships called icebreakers would come to clear the path to shore, breaking the ice, right? In the 17th century, people began to use the phrase to mean to reduce tension in a social situation. All right. I see how they got to... Yep. Yeah. So you're, you know... You know, relieving... Breaking the ice. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All for right. The, for the big conversation oh, to come. And for the big one to come. Yeah. Feeling yeah. That. So I have... I've been on some dates. Yeah. One or two, right? Breaking the ice is easy for me, but when I'm carving that path and getting no response mm-hmm. oh. yeah they're just sitting there like this oh my god don't get me started with that what right huh? <laughs> i'm breaking the ice here <laughs> i'm about to break your phone <laughs> look let's just bury the hatchet <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> oh, yep. <clears throat> Couple across the restaurants. Like, you see that guy? He's barking mad. Oh shit! So yeah, he just blew up the handle. <laughs> oh, so yes. Oh man. Guess the honeymoon's over. Yeah, honeymoon is <laughs> over. <laughs> there is no honeymoon. <laughs> it was close, but no cigar. <laughs> date really bit the dust. Yeah. <laughs> this date's going down like a lit balloon. Waiter finally comes over. Man, you're a sight for sore eyes. <laughs> So we just I'll take some whiskey. I need a little hair of the dog. <laughs> we just summed up the whole show. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> and we just did our punch. Yeah. <laughs> we got a two for one. <laughs> So, <laughs> those are the quotes. We should do a show like that <laughs> with just quotes. Oh my stomach! Well, if you guys, if you guys have any cool quotes that either you've used or you've heard before, and you know the origins for it, yeah. definitely feel free to leave a comment for us because clearly <laughs> we would love to try and use them. Definitely, any new ones, <laughs> we'll work them into the next show. Yeah, for something. sure. Because I mean, based on the uh, the uh, way that this show ended, which I hope that most of you are are still here. Oh, they're gonna... watching the show. Oh, um, but by the way. The show ended here. We're going to have to do another show like this. Man, that was good. Um, so, you got any shout-outs? <clears throat> no. I got a shout-out here. Uh, ranked Airbrushing. Um, it's a local business here in Rochester. 772 Monroe Ave, Rochester, New York. Everyone knows Monroe Ave. Yeah. Super popular street here. A lot of local businesses are on that yep. street. Um, it's a locally loaned and community-based airbrush shop that um, specializes in custom apparel, heat press transfer, and commercial merchandise. Nice. 
They do uh, 15 years experience. Okay. These guys are good. I haven't been there yet. Um, I follow them on social media. Yeah. They're good. I'm going to get a shirt done. I might get a couple done for us nice. um, through these guys. Airbrushing, I mean, it's it's different. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But to me, I like it. I think it's super cool. It's 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 like a it's like a medium that you don't really see like very often. That's you know what I mean? It it's sticks like, out more. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. So um, go to Ranked Airbrushing, um, check them out. They do everything and really, really, really good. Sweet for sure. Sweet. Whew. All right, guys. Well, that's our one drink, <clears throat> our one pun, our one quote, our one. Yeah. That's it. <clears throat> we. That was it. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> but anyways, guys, don't forget to check out our live shows every other Saturday, uh, except during playoffs where we give our uh, playoff mm. predictions. Yep. Keep an eye on that one because if Tom Brady wins the Super Bowl, we'll both be shaving our heads, which we are both not looking forward to. No. Uh, you can check out our history shows every Monday where you are bound to learn something or another. Always. And then obviously our full-length shows here on Wednesdays uh, around <clears throat> 6 o'clock every week. The yep. new one gets posted. So we are doing great um, with our subscribers, so we appreciate that, guys. If you haven't subscribed yet, please remember to hit that subscribe button. Click the little bell next to it, and you'll be uh, notified as soon as our new shows come out. Indeed. Yeah. But anyways, guys, for both of us here at One Drink, we'll catch you on the next one. See ya. Cheers. Greetings, Gladiators. This is Alex. I just wanted to say thank you for supporting One Drink Podcast. They are a couple of friends of mine that are supporting me. And uh, they help me sell my mono prints. These are my mono prints. I make all these to be unique. They are all one of one. So when I print them, I make sure my graphics are laid down in different spots every time. And these thick hoodies all get the headpiece. So that's pretty cool, I think. Cheers to that. Um, <clears throat> also, I just wanted to let you know there is a discount code for you guys one drink if you punch that in as you're checking out you get 15 percent off so i will see you soon and thanks again for the love peace